Welcome to the Men of Iron Podcast, changing a culture one man at a time. At Men of Iron, we equip men and grow godly leaders through creating and sustaining one-to-one and micro-group mentorships. Go to menofiron.org for more info. Thanks for listening. What is up? Welcome to the Men of Iron Podcast, episode 20. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. It's Steve, Garrett, and Justin, live from Supply. What's up, boys? Hola. Como esta? Feliz Navidad. Man, how, how was wow. your Christmas? Ah, uh, man, Christmas was was fun and chaotic, but it was good, man. Yeah, yeah. My wife, I think she posted on Facebook. She says, you know, it gets more exciting each year, but it gets more like exhausting each year too. <laughs> I think probably with every kid you add to J Dub can probably speak into this though. Yeah, it gets a little crazier. Yeah, J Dub's got all kinds of critters walking around his house. <laughs> it becomes more. There's more joy and more love in the house. He just yeah. called your kids critters, by the way. Yeah, yeah. If you caught that. That's true. Wow. We all On any given day. Well, fuck. Oh, hey. Hey, that, silence your phone, please. That's a podcast My fail. wife wanted to be on the podcast so badly. Oh, <laughs> man. Shout out to Jenna. Live, a live vox. That doesn't happen very I think often. she's just mad that we're not filming it in Wat- Watkins' kitchen that's today. That's true. That was, a, that was a treat. Yeah. And she got locked in the bedroom. Yeah, that was good. Well, I just want to mention that this is episode 20. We were just talking about this before we went on air here. And last year this time, gee, we were filming number one. We were failing hardcore. And we were yeah, back here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's, uh, it's good stuff, though, man. Yeah, it's exciting. It's cool to kind of see how the year progressed. We had, uh, yeah, we had a lot of awesome episodes. The ones that stands out would probably be Seth Obetz. That yeah. one was phenomenal. It's our most viewed and most viewed, most, most listened, listened to. Um, Brian Dawkins, of course, might be my personal yeah, favorite. Yeah, Steve's still <laughs> fanboying out yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, I was pacing back and forth before we went live for that one. Uh, yeah, so Christmas, you guys uh, got any good Christmas stories from Christmas 2018? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's Christmas is good. I I always struggle to. Um, I don't want to say find joy during Christmas, but. It's because it's not that's not the right word, but I always struggle with like the consumer side of it all versus you know what are we really teaching our children? Um, you know, we can say whatever we want to say about oh what's the real reason for Christmas, but like the bottom line is like what how are how are we really doing that inside of our homes? So I I always tend to struggle with that a little bit i feel like we get more hyped up about getting trees up and mm-hmm. lights and getting in the christmas spirit uh, than we really do about some other things in life as parents and as as men of our households you know and so i'm not here to be a grinch so please understand that scrooge <laughs> where's christmas lights at yeah. <laughs> but i just I, I every year it comes around i just i struggle and it's more of an internal and it's hard to I found it to be difficult to talk about because you don't want to be Scrooge, right? You don't want to be the Grinch. You don't want to be that guy that's like, ah, oh, I'm struggling with this. But I, I do. If I'm really honest, I, I struggle with it every year. Um, you know, I, it's not that I don't want my kids to be excited about gifts, and, but it's like, man, there's got to be more right. to it than this, right? And so, yeah, it's. I don't know about your experience with it, but it's it's. I think it's a I think it's a healthy struggle. I I was thinking just kind of last night in the quiet of the night kind of after everything. <clears throat> you know, we and we even mentioned this in our Men of Iron Christmas video that we did is, you know, we hope you find rest in this Christmas season. I don't think 
I found any rest during <laughs> those four days. No, it's I just crazy. It's just yeah. like nonstop from place to place, and there's not much rest. You're just exhausted. Like I woke up this morning feeling like I'd worked a whole work week or something, you know? <laughs> it is. The family stuff is good, right? Like it's good to be with family. It's yeah. good to be at home with our with our kids, and, and that that's all good stuff. But, yeah, the running around, the – I don't know. I'm I'm a terrible gift giver, so I feel pressure every year, and I I and that's on me. All right, it's on me. I get it, but I'm just like, man, I can't. I have a hard time under understanding or believing that this is really what God wants for us right. during this right. season. But anyway. Anyway, well, Merry Christmas to our listeners and viewers. How about JW? And, I want to hear JW's oh, yeah. take on this. Cause he's, hear I love Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> There's one I of the three of us who love Christmas. Hey, I love Christmas. I'm just I saying do it's, too. it's I busy. I love Christmas. I just I struggle with the other side of it. Absolutely. Yeah. And, I, and we're in the same boat. We, we've talked about that a lot. We, every year we, we have the same conversations about it as a, as a family and as parents. Like, how do we... Same thing. Like, we can say those things. How did the practice of those values actually play out and... I think uh, for us, it's been trying to minimize how much we give to our kids because that becomes entitlement, and they've got enough stuff. And how do we have get them to give? How do we get you know? So, like Jansen bought us gifts this year, which I think is a, is a good practice, and used his own money. We didn't give him his, but mm. you you got money, you you do it. Uh, and and spending a lot of time with family, and and we did a lot of like Advent readings throughout the season, but. It is, it is tricky. It's yeah. tough. Because yeah. we're surrounded by a culture that it's all about what you give to right. people who already have enough and too much stuff in the right. first place. Right. Well, yeah. Merry, Merry Christmas yeah, anyway. Christmas, <laughs> a whole other podcast. Of yeah. We just crushed everybody's Christmas spirit. It's all right. It's December no, 26th. It's, not. <laughs> it's, it's the reality of no, it. I it think is. a lot of it people is. feel that. Yeah. I, I do. I feel like a lot of people probably struggle with it. And yeah. Yeah, a great resource plug to give an answer. Advent Conspiracy. Yes. The Advent yeah. Conspiracy is a great group and movement that takes a look at time and, and giving and all those kind of things and has some good thoughts on that. Yeah. Good well, stuff. like I said, it is. I think it's a healthy struggle. We should be wrestling with this and, and talking about this. So I think yeah. it's good. Don't be calling me Scrooge, J-Dub. <laughs> Well, this podcast number 20 is brought to you by Utility Keystone Trailer Sales in Mannheim, PA. Shout out, Baron Nation. Over 40 years in the industry, UKTS offers a full line of utility products, including truck body kits, refrigerated dry van, and flatbed trailers. Go to utilitykeystone.com to find out more. Shout out, UKTS. Man, that sun is beaming in your face right wow. now. Wow. feels good. I'm getting a tan. <laughs> On December twenty corneas. <laughs> you look you literally look like an angel if anybody's watching our video feed right now. <laughs> well today's episode is twenty eighteen, a year in review, man. It was an awesome year for Man of Iron. Uh, I think we mentioned a lot of it being chaotic and gee, you can speak into this, but it was a messy but uh great year. Yeah. Yeah, I think I said in the uh, I'm sure we'll talk more about it, but our celebration report that went out. Uh, there were times this year that it felt messy, chaotic, confusing, right? Um, but really, somebody asked me the other day, like, what would be the theme of your year? Um, and it's interesting because I feel like the theme of, of 2018 was new life. Like, there's just a ton of new life. And it really lines up with uh, at least a studying that I've done. Um, if we go back and you look at the Jewish 
calendar, like if we were to be following the Jewish calendar to this day, which the culture we live in does not, but if we were, it would be in that seven-year cycle, 2018 in September would have ended the third year. And which, if you look at creation the third day, there's a lot of new life uh, in that on that third day, which kind of lines up with the theme of the year of new life. And um, I'm sure we're going to hit on some of this stuff, but we had a new model that we're talking about, that we're implementing. Um, we had a new um, uh, kind of new consistency, new clarity on who we are, why we exist. You know, that brought a lot of new life. Um, we had new hires, three new hires, new life. Um, this podcast was new, yeah. new life, right? Um, went to South Africa, international, uh, new life, right? Like all this new stuff. Right. Um, new office in Canton, Ohio, new life. Yep. Um, biggest fundraiser in the history of Men of Iron. Like just new adventures, new life was kind of the consistent theme. But among that, I just found it to be really beautiful uh, and, and really peaceful in the fact that even in the midst of all that chaos, even in the midst of all that confusion and that messiness, like there was new life. Like God is so faithful. Mm. And um, I think that's a general theme that we see even through scripture, right? Is he's, there's, there's new life even in the midst of all that. And so, yeah, it was messy, chaotic and confusing, but from it all came a lot of new life and I'm very grateful. Yeah, I just love what we've uh, kind of branded our end of year report as a celebration report because as you look back on just even these things we mentioned here, it is a celebration to see what God has done. Like even in that messy, chaotic time, so much good came out of it. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, it's another like resource plug. Um, <laughs> not to not to um, go crazy in the resources, but. If you want to follow a guy that talks a lot about timing, um, God's timing and calendar and how that applies to our lives, check out 7and50rhymes.com. Um, Barry Miller, um, it's a great resource. Uh, he's written a book that I highly recommend his book. Um, but, yeah, just I've really been following his stuff and trying to learn from him a little bit over the last couple of years. and. I look back at how the seven-year cycle plays into today's culture and, man, so much of, like, what I've personally experienced and organizationally, it really follows that seven-year mm -hmm. cycle. So uh, just really interesting stuff. We kind of talked about it just now, G, the 5F model. Could you kind of speak into that? It was, a, it was a, you know, big transition year for us through the Strong 27 mentorship. And just kind of speaking to the 5F model, what it's all about and how it's impacted men this year. Yeah. You know, before I do that um, – throw a little bit of curveball here to JW. Uh-oh. Watch out. But, JW, I'd be interested to hear your take. I mean, I know we've talked a little bit individually about 2018 with Men of Iron, but, like, you're a new staff member. Um, like, for our viewers and listeners, like, what is your take on this whole Men of Iron 2018? Like, your experience and, yeah, like, what's a general theme for you? Like, what would you have taken away? Yeah, I think, I think that's... Uh... You know, it started in March, and it was kind of in the midst of a lot of transition and, and mess. And, like, and that's what we talked about at our staff retreat was God creating out of the mess mm. and creating, you know, yep. and it's very biblical, nice, right? Like, like taking the void and the darkness and creating order and light. And I think that's uh, part of the, the, the experience has been, okay, wow, there's a lot of things that are we're seeking clarity on, we're getting new projects, new systems, new staff, new all this 
stuff and it comes with tension points and, and figuring things out but it's just been neat to see how God's been just that steady that steady presence and direction through it all and and yeah I think celebrating what he has done hmm. through through that mess and creating things that are that are new and and blinding you know <laughs> blinding light it's all just coming down on justin right now <laughs> good stuff well i will get into the 5f model um you know this was kind of our first year we had always introduced this 5f model in our trainings and we've always given it as like a tool for for guys to use and to think about but this was 2018 was the first year that we said hey we're gonna make this kind of a mandatory staple um you know for Four men of iron, four strong 27, four mentors and protégés. And, and really the faith, the 5F model is really simple. It's this idea of faith, family, friends, fitness, and finances. And we looked at that model and we're like, all right, we didn't create that. It's been around for a long time. Right. Um, but whoever and came up with it, thank you. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I, I think what it comes down to is we looked at those 5Fs of faith, family, friends, fitness, and finances. And we said, boy, that really kind of can really defines a man's life. Mm. <laughs> you know, there's more into it than that. I've heard of even Vince Miller from Resolute has an 8F model. I think he has, he includes fun, food, and future Okay. Um, in, in his. And so, you know, but, but really the reason that I decided, um, to say, hey, this needs to happen for men of iron in regards to what we're going to use for mentors and protégés is because I started doing it on my own, in my own personal life. And as I started setting some goals and objectives for my own personal life, what I ended up doing was it's had such an impact on me that I took it into my marriage and I took it to Eden. And so Eden and I would start doing some quarterly retreats or semi-annual retreats to get away and look at our five Fs. Not just individually, but together. Like, how does this apply to our marriage? How does this apply to us as parents? Um, but really, the 5F model is simple. It's you take a look and you evaluate. You look back initially. Like, you look back at your life. You look back at the last year. How have I been doing in these areas? Mm -hmm. You realize very quickly how out of balance you have become. Yep. And so that's why we decided to go on this 90-day focus is because when we were giving guys the flexibility to say, what are your 5F goals for the year? Guys can't stay focused for more than 90 days, man. It's just, I can't stay focused for more than 90 minutes. Right. So, like, you've got to shorten that gap a little bit, shorten that window. But you take a look back and you say, okay, hey, my goals for the next 90 days in, in these areas are X, Y, and Z. And you keep it simple. You know, mm -hmm. we say smart, be specific, let it be measurable. But, like, we don't want there to be four or five goals under faith. We don't want there to be four or five goals in our family. Like, one, maybe two at the max. That you're going to say, this is what I want to get done in the next 90 days. And so, you know, for Men of Iron, we've taken the stance that I don't think anybody listening to this or any of you would disagree with this. But, you know, a man's faith is his foundation. Yep. And if he can get that built and built that solid, then everything else can be built on top of that. But what we were finding in the past, Steve, was that, you know, all these mentors and protégés that were coming into the ministry, coming into the program, our natural tendency as men is to identify our problems and then what? We want to solve, solve them and fix them. Right. And so what we were finding was guys were having marriage problems. They were having uh, financial problems. Whatever the issue was, they're identifying it and they're saying, okay, I'm going to fix this. Well, they were going right to the issue. And so many times what we were finding is in this journey of mentorship, very few mentors and protégés were actually spending time 
building spiritual disciplines of, you know, getting into the word, getting into prayer, getting into solitude. And from my perspective and our team's perspective, it was like, hey, if these things are getting built and developed and they're consistent in a man's life, well then guess what? Like everything else can be built on that, but that's got to be the foundation. And so our focus with this 5F model was really for the first 90 days of mentorship to focus specifically on a man's faith um, and building those spiritual disciplines because it's upon that that everything else can be built then. Now we can start getting into my marriage stuff. Now we can start getting into my financial stuff. Now we can start getting into the family. Like we can start getting into all that. Um, But we really want to want to narrow that focus in on a man's faith in the first 90 days. So um, that, that was introduced this year and we're moving forward with it and it's going to continue to grow and expand and we're excited about it. Yeah. I think it's brought so much clarity to mentorships through strong 27 and it's given guys focus. Like, I mean, it's hard. It's, I mean, it's impossible almost to kind of look a year out and have this checklist of 20 things. I mean, it's good to create goals for the year, but to have this checklist of 20 things that you want to accomplish, but to have that 90 day focus and building on that foundation of faith is so vital. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I a hundred percent agree with you. So yeah, 5F model. J-Dub, any thoughts on that? It's great. <laughs> no, I won't add much to it, but it, like like Gary said, like it creates a foundation and it, it gives some clarity and it's more measurable and, and mm-hmm. attainable to have it in 90-day 90 90 chunks that builds on one another. So I love it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I think, you know, if we look, take a look at year in review and, and you go back, like I've mentioned it already, this – uh, better clarity on why we exist of creating and sustaining mentorships right to equip men and, and grow godly leaders and to equip them and all those good things those are all good things new hires brian mm. ziegler justin joel um just a lot of good stuff happening there this podcast but in reality i think one of the biggest things which at least to me personally this is one of the bigger things was to realize oh my gosh we have a second office yeah like, in ohio you know when we brought brian on we're like well it's crazy we need a place for bz to work you know and and being part of that collaborative partnership with the one center for leadership in canton uh, is good stuff so, yeah, yeah, so if you're in the canton ohio area go pop in and say hi to bz for us yeah buy him buy him lunch i don't think he drinks coffee but he pounds monster oh, energy he, drinks anything <laughs> anything energy drink yeah bring him some red bulls or yeah. monster energy drinks i'll love you forever absolutely so before we close out with kind of a q a um do you guys you want to touch on 2018 at all what are you excited about some new things on the horizon for men of iron 2019 yeah 2019 yeah i think you know justin why don't you get into a little bit of 2019 a little bit and yeah. talk about that yeah Man, some of the things that we, speaking of foundations, you know, with all the craziness that we've been kind of dealing with and, and setting up new new systems uh, for those, yeah, a new email server, a, a new CRM system, just kind of how a new login portal for our guys in the, in, the, in the program, just a lot of new things that we've worked on throughout 2018 to set us up for 2019 in a really exciting way. I think it's going to benefit all of our advocates and whether you're giving financially, whether you're participating as a mentor, protege, director, we want to just really serve those relationships really well. And I think those systems and those things that we're, we're putting in place for 2019 are going to really help us to do that uh, really well. Hmm. So um, I'm excited for that, even though we're it's taking a lot, coming out of the mess and, mm-hmm. and seeing some, some, some hope on the other side. <laughs> So, <laughs> we've talked about this internally too. I think 2019 will still be kind of in that chaotic messiness. Yeah, yeah. not quite out of it yet. No, but that's good, man. 
Well, as we kind of, you know, talk about 2019, I think we'll get into this. We put out a, a thing on Instagram and Facebook. Any questions you guys had for, for us as an organization? And uh, these are a couple that stood out. So the first one is from Ryan in Mount Joy, PA. Which I'm just looking at his Instagram. I think I know this cat. Yeah, okay. It's Ryan did some grappling. Stormy back. Ryan 33 oh. on Instagram. Shout out Ryan. But this is a question we get often, so I think it's important to talk about, especially as we head into 2019, and our you know systems and our model changes. Is how can I become a protege? Ryan wants to know. Hey, that's a great question, Ryan. I'm glad you asked, man. Um, first off, just shoot me an email or send me a message on Facebook or something. I can give you some more details. But um, we've always been a, an organization that has uh, been this church partner uh, model, meaning you know you had to kind of go to one of our church partners to get involved. And we realized that that was a little bit of a chink in our armor. We love the local church, but we realized is that we were getting a lot of men that were like, hey, I, maybe I don't go to church. <laughs> right. Um or I've been burned by the church, or, or whatever it may be, and, and I just, I'm not going back, and I desperately want a, a mentor, you know, and, and we've had a lot of success with this new model of getting out into communities, and uh, kind of, you know, identifying the, the community model, so we've been doing that, um, but what we've been even expand on that a little bit further is going more of a director model. So right. now we're finding men that would say, hey, I've got five or six men that I think could serve as mentors. Mentors are now reaching out to protégés. And so what we want to eventually get to into 2020 is that you can be anybody, not just a director, not just a community leader, but that you could be exactly like, you know, uh, whoever submitted this question and saying, I want to be a protégé and that you can actually go through the process on our website to do that. Yeah. Ryan, I would say if you're listening for the time being, um, what we would like to do is probably connect you with a current director in that Mount Joy area or in your area, wherever you are in the nation. Uh, let us know where you're at. We can hopefully set you up with somebody that we're connected to. And if not, um, if we can't do that, at least we can equip you with some resources to go out and find your own mentor and we can help you get trained up and, and get you you know, get you going that way. But for the time being, I would say, how can you become a protege? It's just let us know, send us some yeah. information, and, and we'll do what we can to hook you up with the right mentor and, and get you hooked up. Yeah, so. we'll be in touch. Yeah, it's a great question. We get that often. So it's exciting to think about kind of it's probably a 2020 thing where a guy can just come on our website and like Ryan and just get plugged in right away. Right. That's really where we want to take it. I think it's, it's exciting to think about. We do have, like there's been a couple situations even the end of this year here where uh, there's been some guys that want to mentor somebody and so they've reached out hey can i don't want to be a director i don't want to oversee other mentors but can i just start mentoring somebody in that case we're just yeah sending the resources and yep. telling them to join us at one of our trainings and let us know yep. you know how it's going from there so you you can get involved awesome well, we're going to close it out with this question from a b in milwaukee wisconsin he submitted us on instagram at the dot a b is if depth is the goal for male relationships what have we discovered as staples to build life cycling deep relationships that demonstrate ripple as in multiplication not addition as in a leader not a follower man ab is a whole nother podcast yeah man <laughs> yeah this is a very in-depth question but basically if i could summarize that it's basically how are we assuring that multiplication is taking place right. and not just adding more mentors and proteges Justin. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's the, the goal of discipleship and mentorship. And, uh, you know, that's what Christ has called us to, not just to add 
add numbers for the sake of numbers and, and not a lot of depth, how do we multiply? Because the call has been this, it's the same. It's not, oh, there's just certain, certain people who follow Jesus that should make other disciples. He says, like, no, go into all the world and make disciples and, and right. pass on the DNA. And you see what Jesus did with his disciples, life sharing and teaching and intentionality and, and investing in them. And he says, do the same thing. I want everyone right. to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And so I think, and I think it's a, that's an issue of our church culture today is we've got too many people that just want to watch from the sidelines right. and, and just kind of just take it all in for me rather than realizing that part of part of that relationship is, is multiplication. Right. So uh, this question is awesome. Yeah, I, you know, I would just say if we could, he asked specifically, like, what have we discovered as staples to make sure that that's happening? Like, number one is a shift in our mentality mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is, is a key, key staple. And what I mean by that is understanding that, like, there are so many times that we will go to a man and say, hey, would you consider being a mentor? well, you know what, I've got a lot of other things going on right now, and I just, I'm not sure I have the time for it. And my response to that every single time is like, this is not an option. Hmm. Like, it is a mindset to say, yeah. I must do this. I'm not saying you need to, whoops, I'm not saying you must do this through men of iron. That's not, right. you know, but we all should be mentoring, discipling, you know, and in that process, another staple of that, if like part two staple is throwing the challenge out to whomever we are mentoring or discipling and saying, hey, listen, this, for you now, you've been given a gift, and now you must steward this well, and who are you going to invite now into this journey? And so I think a staple is just this intentional process of not only making sure that we're engaged in discipleship and mentorship, but that we are also, there's some sort of intentional process in, in that, that where if we're doing it, We've got to throw the challenge out to the guy that, you know, and whether it's inviting somebody else into that meeting or whether it's releasing him, whatever that may be, um, there's got to be some intentional mind shifts. Uh, and that, to me, has been the staple as yeah. far as to assure that it's got to be done. It's got to be, you know, I've found that being part of a group that's doing it together uh, in your community or in your church brings immediate accountability. That's another staple to that. Yep. But I think it's just this. We've gotten so caught up in what we're doing for a living and the money that we're making and the, th- the houses that we're buying, the cars that we're right. driving, and the gifts that we're buying, and we've completely lost sight of what's really important. And yep. that's, a, that's a culture thing, yep. and, and that's, a, that's a staple that we need to make sure that we're on, you know, we're stapling hard. <laughs> the thing that comes to my head when I look at this question for, you know, off the top is, is transparency. Like we need to be real with people. Like if we, if we expect and want to build deep relationships, not even just with other men, but with, you know, family and friends, like we need to be real with people and open and honest. And that's a, that's a key component to any mentorship for sure is you got to open up, man. If you're just going to be a a closed, closed door the entire time, you're not going to grow. You're not going to build a relationship. It's going to be a waste. Any other staples that you guys can think? I think I agree with all those. I mean, I I would just add this one, and, and that is just the whole, the rhythm and the pace at which we're living. Um, again, this is like an intentionality component mm-hmm. of the mentoring and discipleship process, but like multiplication will not happen when we fall victim to the pace at which our culture is telling us right. we should live at. Um and I think, again, that is a mindset of being intentional about, I think that's really why we see 
these um, these feasts that were laid out in the Old Testament, when you look at, we just came off a really good sermon series in our church about this, but when you look at the biblical holidays, the, the purpose of those were for people to pause and, and to realign themselves, um, you know, the Jewish people to realign themselves with, with what God was asking them to do, right. who, who he was calling them to be. And so every single feast had a different purpose, but it was all about realigning. And right. I think we need to follow that model to a certain degree of rhythm as Christians to say, hey, how and when and where are we pausing, right? And what are we at? What questions are we asking? Not just me, but my wife right. and our children. And as a family, are we pausing as mentor and protege? Are we pausing to reflect on what's happened over the last 90 days, 30 days, 30 right. hours, whatever it may be? And am I aligned? Because if I'm out of alignment, that's, that's, you've got to find the rhythm and, and the peace and the grace in that to be able to move forward. And so yeah. I think a staple for, for multiplication is pausing and yeah. reflecting and, and finding new rhythms um, and finding the grace in that as well. That's good. Well, thank you to everyone who submitted a question and thank you to G and J Dub for joining us today. That is episode 20 of the men of iron podcast. That puts a wrap on 2018 for us. In the books. Man, you can go to menofiron.org backslash MOI podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. You can watch the video version on our Facebook and YouTube. And leave a review. Yeah. Let, us know. <laughs> Let us know how we're doing. Jeez. Leave a comment, you know, on Facebook, um, wherever you're listening to this. Just let us know, you know, if we... If we're terrible or if you enjoy it or <laughs> what you want to hear in 2019. You know what? Since it's Christmas and you guys both blame me for being a Scrooge, here's what I'm going to do. If anybody shares this video on Facebook, then what we'll do is your name is going into drawing for mm. a nice Men of Iron hoodie. Wow. I know. Man. They are nice. They're this. warm, cozy. Yeah. One from Santa Claus or from Scrooge to Santa Claus. And just a <laughs> so make sure you put that in the switch. comments. All right. Yeah, I'll put that in there. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you to our sponsor, Utility Keystone Trailer Sales. That's a wrap on 2018. See you guys in the new year.